Hey everyone, welcome back to the Career Metas Podcast. This is your host, Nisar Ahmed. And this is episode 101 of the Career Metas Podcast. And this episode is part of the Recruiting Expert Series. And if you have listened to any of the Recruiting Expert Series episode, I bring in individuals who help essentially small businesses or hiring managers to ideas and insights on how they can attract better talent. But these, these interviews are also useful for the individual job seeker as well to know how the person on the other end, the hiring manager thinks. So that's the reason the recruitment expert series was created within the podcast. And for today's expert series episode, I am speaking with Liran Kotzer, CEO of Wu. Uh, Wu is W-O-O. And I will give you everyone a one sentence description, but I'm excited to learn more about the company and Liran will help us as well. It's essentially a smart recruiting startup who is using artificial intelligence to change the way recruitment and hiring is conducted in the tech world. Uh, As I mentioned, we will learn more as we go along with the interview. To tell us more about Wu and about himself as well, uh, hey, Liran, welcome to the podcast. Hi, welcome. Excited to join. Before we get to know about the company and the whole industry and et cetera, could you tell us, myself and the audience, where you're calling from? Yeah, I'm calling from Israel. I guess we are a nine hours time gap, right, between us? Right, I'm based in Toronto, Canada. And uh, right, I believe this might be the second time I'm interviewing one, someone from Israel. And I'm assuming you're, ba- are you, you're based in Tel Aviv, right? Yeah, in Israel, most of the people that working on startup, it's, you know, as you know, it's a very small country, I think, in, in, in the size of, of Toronto. Mm-hmm. So most of the startups are basically located in Tel Aviv. Awesome. And okay, for those of us who do not know much about Tel Aviv, can you, te- can you share with us like a fun fact or an interesting fact about Tel Aviv that unless someone has visited, they would never know? Yeah. So for those that are passionate about technology, there is a sen- sentence says that uh, you can step on entrepreneurs on the street when you're walking on <laughs> in Tel Aviv. Basically, it's a very, very, very interesting metropolis. We're in the Middle East from one hand, but from the other end, it's an exciting city with a lot of innovation, a lot of startups, a lot of, you know, new things, great culture. And I think that it's a must-have uh, place to visit in, your, uh, in everyone's checklist. That's great to know. I mean, uh, it's especially it's, by the way in this time of the year, it's like the great. As you know, uh, in Tel Aviv, it's next to the sea, so there we have great beaches. So it's a great combination between science, innovation, and fun. That's great to hear. And I'm listening. We had a chat before we started the podcast. You and I were we telling that you hear a lot and lot about technology startups coming out of Israel, especially Tel Aviv, and it's good to know where. As a whole, there's a lot of opportunities for uh, new companies and many of them are disruptive and that's exactly what your company does. So I would love to learn, before we go and learn about Wu, could you tell us a little bit more about your story and why you ended up starting Wu as a company? Yeah, 
for sure. So my personal background, I'm a techie. I was uh, trained and get, gained all my knowledge and experience in the Israeli army. Basically, uh, it was a great opportunity to work on, you know, some very super interesting project when it comes from technology aspects. And with that knowledge, after I left the army, I was involved in many startups. In most of them, I was part of the founding team. And one of the things that keep bothering me, you know, I was, I'm, I, I am, I'm the part of the Israeli ecosystem, of the startup ecosystem. And I found out that there are so many people, you know, friends, colleagues, that when you speak with them, you understand that they have a lot of ambitions and inspiration regarding what they want to do next in their career. You know, people want to do changes, like want to move to new industries or work for specific type of companies or move from big companies to startups or to doing relocation or having better compensation or getting promoted. There are so many things that people want and, you know, happy to share. But what I found out is that when it comes to reality, most of those people are not going to do anything proactively in order to get their next thing. Like, if you think about it, this is part of the human nature. When you, we are in many times we thinking and, you know, want to do things to make our life better. But in most of the time, we're, we just don't do it. It's right for, let's say, quick smoking or having a diet. And same for career. People not doing anything. And when we start investigating it and try to understand why people are not proactive when it comes to the most important thing or one of the most important thing in their life, which is the workspace, we figure out that today it's because it's so hard to do this, you know, process of switching job because you need to give up your basically security, becoming a job seeker, right? So everyone knows that now you're looking for, for a job or you need to go to places that are very inefficient like job boards and apply or speaking with recruiters and recruiting agencies. So People don't want to take either the risk or go through the hustle of finding a new job. And that was a mission that we said, if we can change the way people consume job and make you know, the, the, the experience of switching job much more easier and secure, we can help a lot of people that are comfortably numb or let's say stuck in their current workplace and help them push them to do changes that eventually will make their life better. So that's exactly why we built Pooh. You brought up a great point because you brought two great points. I was listening, as you were saying, I was writing notes here. One is uh, the last thing you said was, you know, a career or a job is a very important part of one individual's life. So it takes up a lot of time, but it's also how they define themselves. And, you know, having the right career, right job can have a huge impact on their life and people around them, right? Right. Another thing you also mentioned is, one of the most challenging things for most people is if they're not happy with where they are, it's very difficult to quit and start looking for a job because it becomes much more difficult than when you have a job and you're looking. So that's always a trend that, that I've seen on both sides, like especially when you try to interview a candidate, even if they have legitimate reasons why they are, don't have a job, it just brings up some type of a stigma. Why is this person looking type of thing? So um, Exactly. And I can give you some uh, very interesting fact. You know, today when uh, there was a few researches, one of them made by LinkedIn, it's called the Annual Talent Trend Report. And you can see that they ask in a huge survey, they saw by the, uh, basically that 60% of the current employees 
uh, that have jobs are ready to consider a better job for them and not doing anything in order to consider it. So it's a huge number because basically it says that 60% of the people that have jobs want something or want any optimization or something better for them, but not going to do anything about it. And this is a, you know, it's when you speak of speaking about how hard is it for companies to find great talent, you can understand that one of the key problem is in that fact that a lot of talents that basically want to consider a new job are not in the market right now. Very interesting. So you're saying that, okay, what I'm hearing is anyone who has a job and that, that if you look at that bucket, the 60% of them are ready to consider, but they're not necessarily applying. Exactly. Ah, very interesting. Exactly. That's a very interesting research. So, so on both, let me, let me expand a little bit further here. So let's, let's put the position of the employer. Let's say you're trying to grow your team or replace someone. What are some of the challenges in your opinion, Lerana experience that they see? What are some of the challenges employers or hiring managers face today? Well, I think that's, that's a great question. I think that the core problem is basically the inefficiency of the market because you know, when you try to find a new talent to work for your company, first, it's something very important. You cannot compromise regarding the quality or the skill set of the person that you are about to bring. But from the other end, it's like going to find the needle in the haystack. Because today, you know, you need to invest a lot of efforts in order to find the right match for you. For, for example, think about LinkedIn, right? So I don't know if you're familiar with the fact, but less than 10% of the people that uh, you're about to approach in LinkedIn are going to respond to you. So think about the amount of efforts that employers need to invest in order to approach so many candidates so until they will find the right one. Same for, by the way, job boards. If they will put a job post in a job board, they're going to get so many applicants, but only less than 3% are going to be relevant, meaning they're spending 97% of their time mm-hmm. of screening irrelevant candidates. So that's create a very inefficient space where, you know, both sides trying to spray and pray and find each other. But eventually that's not, if you look at the market from high level, it shouldn't be that way, right? Because for every position, there is a potential match, but there should be something in the middle that is very effective that can create those matches in a way that not required that time of filtering and screening irrelevant candidates from the employer side. So I think number one challenge today for employers is how they get the right talents, how they find them, how they make them, convince them to start the process of interviewing in the company. It takes, by the way, there is a number that says that it takes 27 hours of screening candidates in order to make one hire. That's a wow. lot. Think about 27 hours of screening CVs in order to generate one hire. That's give you some good indication regarding the inefficiency of that market. So let me just repeat that because 27 hours is a lot of time to get one position filled, right? A lot of time. Wow. Look, that's actually true. And I've been on the other side where I have been in that position. And trust me, uh, most hiring managers, this is not what they do. They, I mean, they are sales managers, they're marketing managers, they're developer, like uh, IT managers, they're technical managers. They are, they have a, hiring is not something they also enjoy in my experience. Do you find that true as well? Because that's not their skill set. Their skill set is whatever their core competency is. Well, I think that, you know, especially today, hiring managers understand that hiring 
is the most important task in their job, right? They need to bring the right people to do the right, to do the job. I, I agree they don't like the process because I don't think they don't like, they don't like it because for them, the process is so inefficient and they're getting from their HR department so many candidates that in most of the cases they're going to turn down. So for them, it's becoming more frustrating, although they understand that this is a very important mission in their job, right? And that's why, by the way, you see today a lot of hiring managers that are very open to adopt new technologies. And even in some cases, they force their HR division to to be more innovative and open-minded in order to try and test new tools because they understand that eventually it's going to affect their performance. So from one end, yeah, I agree. It's not, it's not something that they enjoy to do, but they understand the importance of it. But from the other end, I think that they're more open in order to test and adopt new technologies that will become, will make this process more efficient for them. Okay. That's great to hear. So I wanted to uh, switch gears now on the other side, where let's say you are a candidate. What are some of the challenges in your experience candidates face today? Well, I think that, you know, one of the, and that's exactly what we're trying to solve. The, the problem with candidates is I'm split it to two problems. One is that candidates today don't know their market value regarding, they don't have an agent that, you know, can tell you, okay, I can ask you, hey, I want to relocate to Boston and work as a CTO and earn 150 annual salary. Is it something that I can do? Is it something that, is there someone that wants me for that type of position? So there are no easy answers for questions that, you know, people need in order to be able to think about their next move. Like, so it's, it's put them in, a, in the confidence regarding their ability to, to get what they truly want, becoming they're less confident. So that's one thing. That's one problem. We don't know our true options in the market. The second thing is that I think there is unfair advantage when it comes to, you know, employers versus employees. So, you know, when employers decide that they want to fire someone or, or basically say goodbye to an employee, that's a very easy move for employer's side, right? They know how to do it. It's, it's becoming very quickly. But on the other side, if employee want to switch a job, that's a very difficult mission uh-huh. because they're taking risk and, you know, they, they need to put all the efforts and they, already, they have their job. So it's like unfair game. And this is the balance that we want to change. We want to give more power, basically, to the employee side. So whenever they decide that it's the right time for them to start thinking or maybe going for the next thing, it will become very easy for them. And they will not get stuck in their job just because today there is no good way or easy way or secure way to switch between jobs. No, that is true. That is true. And I've been a candidate on my, myself and I can experience, I've experienced the same challenge as well. So now let's tie this all together, right? So uh, let yeah. us to tell us how you help solve this problem. And you are an AI solution, which is, so if you, if you can tell us how, all this ties together, how we solve the inefficiencies for both the candidate and the employer. Sure. So basically when we built Woo, we started thinking first about, you know, the candidates and how we can solve things as part of the pain that I spoke about. So what Woo basically offer you is a very simple thing. We offer you 
an agent style experience where in who you can discreetly start getting opportunities from companies that you qualified for their opportunities that are based on the things that you truly want when you're thinking about your next thing. So when you get into Woo, you can easily, we, we know everything about you when you're on board. It's a very simple onboarding, but nobody knows that you are in Woo. And the next thing that we're doing together is setting up the, th- the things that you would consider as interesting opportunity for you. And when I say we help you to setting up is because we use our technology in order to show you your real demand and help you to navigate and understand what you can ask when you're thinking about your next career step. It can be in many aspects, starting from, as I mentioned, type of technologies, type of companies, relocation, compensation, everything that you want to explore will help you to understand your real demand and how, what type of things that you, you, you can ask and, and there is a good chance that someone can offer you. So once it's set, once you set up your preferences, and we know everything about you. From that moment, our technology get in. And by using our very effective technology, we're going to show you only opportunities that from one hand you qualified for, and from the other hand, the company can offer you exactly what you ask for. And so imagine that you're getting opportunity from, from Wu and you see, hey, Microsoft want to talk with you. This is the opportunity they, they want to, to offer, and this is how it meets your preferences. So from that point, you can tell Wu that if you want to move forward, Wu basically introduce you to the company. That's where the introduction is being made. And from that point, you're starting the process. So think about it. It's a very easy way where you can keep doing what you're doing. And you know there is an agent that 24-7 try to find the best opportunities for you that you qualified for. And for every opportunity that you want to move forward, there is a true chance that the other side want to move forward as well. One out of two of those introductions that we're making, thanks to the technology and its accuracy, are starting uh, basically interviewing. So today we have tens of thousands. Basically, we, we crossed the 50,000 software engineers using us in San Francisco and New York discreetly, and they're getting opportunities from companies on the other side. Eight, and we are proud about it that almost 80% of the people that are using Wool today are not in the market. Basically, those are the 60% of the passive job seekers that we discussed about them previously. Now they have a solution where they don't need to do anything, just wait to the right opportunity to come, and in a click of the button, mm-hmm. they are starting a process. So that's from the candidate side. On the company side, basically what we offer them is access to a pool of talent that are not in the market, And again, because of our technology, because we are doing the matches, we're not giving the company a list of candidates because it's discrete platform. So it means that once the employers put all the information regarding what type of candidates they're looking for, this is where the technology get in and we decide who are the candidates that we want to approach, who are the qualified candidates that we want to approach with the opportunity. So from employer perspective, it's the most efficient tool today because every candidate they're getting introduced to through Wu is basically a qualified candidate that already expressed interest in the opportunity. So from that point, the time to start a process is very, very quick. Unlike in LinkedIn, for example, where you can see qualified candidates, but you know that you don't know if they're going to be interested or not. So you need to invest your time and approach them and make them, you know, become interested. So this is Wu. In the middle, as, as you correctly mentioned, we have a very 
interesting technology that we developed in the past two and a half years, which basically is a recruiter. Think about recruiting agency where both sides get in, right? And in the middle there is manual workforce where they're doing the matches and trying to understand what are the best matches. So we replace those human workforce with a machine. They're doing this exact matching, high quality matching, but without any human intervention. And we find out that, you know, this machine is much efficient than any human recruiter because the number of data that this machine can digest when they, she try or it try to understand what is a quality match or not is, you know, much larger than any human being can digest. Wow. That's impressive. So, I mean, going back to the 27 hours you're talking about and all that, it, it, it means there's a huge ROI in terms of time saved. Exactly, exactly. So there, from, from companies, there are two huge ROI. One is, as you correctly mentioned, the time that they need to, to spend on our system is very low because 50% are moving on. And the second thing is the quality of candidates because the candidates that are using our platform are candidates that would never use, for example, job board or would never use recruiting agency. Think about a software engineer from Google, right? They are not going to, if they're going to think about their next job, most of the chances they're not going to go to job boards and apply and do whatever. They're waiting for someone interesting to find them. This is the concept. So we managed to bring high quality people into that platform that hard to be found in other channels that, exist today. So it's quality and time saving. Okay. I think you explained the value for both the hiring managers and companies very well. You mentioned that right now you have 50,000 engineers. So is your platform dedicated only to software engineers in San Francisco, New York, or what, what does the future look like for Woo? So our platform is basically for everyone. It's not just for software engineers. The thing is that, you know, as a startup, you need to start from somewhere because you have to make sure that you're bringing talent, but on the other side, you need to make sure that you're bringing companies with opportunities that can be relevant for them. So we decided that we're going to start with software engineers, and then we're going to keep expanding it. In the next two quarters, we're going to open the marketplace for also for marketeers and salespeople. But eventually, in a year from now, we want to open the marketplace for basically every profession out there. It's just a matter of time and we need to make sure that we're building it right. That sounds fantastic. So thanks for, I mean, we are very, getting very close towards the end of our show here. You, I think, thanks for not only talking about Woo, but also the challenges people face and how you help them. Before we wrap up, Liran, any, any last words for the audience? Well, I think I asked you what type of people are listening to this great podcast and you said that in many cases, people that, you know, are, you know, in their career and, you know, uh, listening to learn more about how to develop your career. And I think this is, for me, this is one of the most important things that I want to share is that in some cases, I see a lot of people that are not managing their career in the right way. And I think this is a big mistake. I think you need to know, you need to understand when you're thinking about your career, you always need to understand where you want to go and you need to, to understand how you get there. Right, Because if I want to be a VPR&D one day, I need to understand in what path should I go and to make sure that I'm going through that path and I'm switching jobs in a way that will eventually 
get me there in, in a decent time and not after, I don't know, 30, 40 years. So I think that every one of us should use not just Wu. Wu is a good example, but there are so many tools out there that let you understand your, your market ecosystem and understand, you know, how the career path is going and what is your market value and what is your opportunities. And you always need to think about your next step. Otherwise, you can find yourself in the same job for 10 years and, you know, you, you look around you and you see other people that were in the same level like you, but took some more proactively steps and get themselves getting promoted and towards what they want to accomplish. So I, this is why we build Wu and this is why I'm telling everyone, never be comfortably numb. Always take uh, control of, about your career, know your demand and make sure that you're doing the right steps towards what you want to accomplish. Thank you very much. That's an amazing wrap up. Thank you, thank you once again for joining our show and sharing your insights. On behalf of the audience, I wanted to thank you. Sure. And thank you for inviting me. It was a pleasure to speak with you. Thanks everyone for listening to yet another episode of the Career Medis Podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode and also took away some insights to apply to your career. I have written a brief summary of the interview with links to Wu and also more information about the company as well. If you enjoyed this episode and also learned something new, feel free to post a comment or review. And if you really, really loved it, definitely go ahead and share this amongst your network. Until next time, this is Nisar Ahmed, your host for the Career Medis Podcast. Thank you. Thank you.